I may have missed that penalty in 1996, but if there's one thing for sure, I won't be missing Emblem FM, the online version of which is called Emblem Digital. Get in. You're listening to a special Brexit edition of the Andy Chernwell Show on Emblem Digital. Make your mark the memorable music mix. What a show we've got for you today. Fancy a chat? Why not give us a call on 01632 960 310 or text us on 434 555. Quick look at today's papers. The Sun report on the latest on Teleboat Greg Wallace, who today has finally got seven years for Millwall. An interesting story in the Telegraph. Michael Gove MP sleeps in special Dogtanian pyjamas, which he believes give him special big boy powers. Oh, and here's a good story. This is in the Express. Asbestos to make comeback as Britain says adios to EU madness. And this is a great thing, and one of the reasons why I wanted this to be a special Brexit edition of the show. I'm a big Asbestos fan, as you may know if you're a regular listener. Let me be frank, Asbestos never did me any harm. I remember when I was a boy going with my father to the football. Guildford FC, a good sorry team. And he'd give me a brick of asbestos to lick while I stood on the terraces singing, Hurrah for Guildford! Hip hip! Now for me, this promise to bring back asbestos after the EU outlawed it because health and safety is just the beginning. We need to bring back anything we can think of, people. That strip of wood in houses that goes all around the room at about hand height, it really sets the room off nicely. What's it called? That's right, the dildo rail. The EU outlawed that, I think. So let's bring it back. What are we waiting for? Smoking in pubs, TV's Andy Andy, the music of Buck's Fizz. Bring it all back home, baby, as Bob Dylan said. The campaign begins here, people. Ring in and let me know what needs bringing back. Now, my producer Rachel tells me we already have Barry from Swindon on the line, who, I understand, is very heated about this issue. It's great to have you on, Barry. I just had to call in. I really feel there's been a Brexit betrayal, and we need to get that Brexit on track. Completely agree, Barry. What would you do? If our politicians turn around and say, Barry, no more Brexit. I would not hesitate to pick up a rifle. I know my way around a, an arm. I, uh, I, I Quite often on a weekend, I'm in the TA. I'm a trained soldier. I could kill a man with my bare hands or a rifle. You, Take several out at one time. You would not hesitate to pick up a rifle if we are betrayed over Brexit. I would not, no. I've watched many a war film. Okay, Barry. Uh, so, who would be your first target on this Brexit betrayal? Ramona's, chiefly. Okay, okay. So, we're looking at a situation where you resort to violence over Brexit. Obviously, a last resort. But my demands are clear. 
Brexit now, no questions asked. Because I think you're on the side of Mark Francois, who also XTA, a bit a little bit like yourself. He wants to see Brexit carried through, and you might be joined on your march, you XTA men. How do you feel about being on the side, of Mr. Mark? He's a great man. He's uh, he knows his way around a pepper army, ration food we call that in the TA. Loves pepper army. He uh, Derrily Dunkers. We. Pack them in our rations packs, and uh, you know we could live off that for for weeks. Look, you say you're very angry about it. I've got to agree, Barry. Brexit is to my generation what Slipknot is to younger people. Before Brexit, I used to shut myself away in my seven bedroom house in Surrey and scream, "Why doesn't anybody understand me?" But Brexit has taught me that I'm not alone. There are others like me out there. Have you learned anything from Brexit about your comrades in arms? If they don't listen to my demands, I will attack the washing line in a mad fit of rage. Ask my ex-wife Brenda. She knows I'm not messing about here. I wish to dance to the seductive rhythms of Brexit, to submit myself to its unyielding grasp. I shall fan its flames and allow its warmth to engulf my pagan body. I shall throw myself on my ex-wife Karen's lawn, for I have become Brexit incarnate. Wow, well, thank you, Barry. We all admire your commitment. <sighs> there, you're roaring over the phone. How angry are you, Barry? I'm absolutely furious. Give us a, give us a rather I'm roar. I'm all my camo gear, and I've just watched some army documentaries on the military channel, military TV. Excellent. I watched Commando last night. What a great film. It's a, it's a, it's a classic, uh, uh, and I think we, we can definitely use some of those tactics. I sometimes work alone. I'm an assassin. I've actually got a black belt in karate that I obtained from the local leisure center. So go ahead, make my day. Stop Brexit at your own peril, because, buddy, I've just had a ludicrously large pub lunch, and I am ready to bring the pain. I've actually made some special badges as well. They say Elite Brexit Brigade Alpha Force on them. Now, Barry, what do you say to people who would argue that there's no economic case for Brexit? I don't care about economics. What I care about is hard war. I want people to suffer like I have. I want people to know what it feels like to have nothing like I know how it feels because my ex-wife left me for a younger man who drives a Skoda, and I want everybody to suffer the same way I have suffered. Is that your way of saying you want sovereignty for Britain? Yes. Absolutely. Thanks. I have killed for Brexit. Barry, who have you killed? Barry, you haven't killed anyone yet, have you? I, I killed a cat. Barry! Why did you kill a cat? It was a Romaine cat. It was from a Romaine household. I needed to... I need. That was my calling card. Barry, the, I, the I kill cats. Cats are apolitical. This is my calling card. If you receive a dead cat through the mail, you know what you've done. It had a blue and yellow collar on. Need I say more? Barry, the cat... 
Okay, thanks, Barry. We're going to move on to our next caller now. Barry there, who killed a cat for Brexit. Very excited now. I've just been told by producer Rachel we've got a celebrity caller on the line. Hello, sir or madam? Who is this? Introduce yourself. Guess who's back? Back again. Sean Bean's back. Oh. Hello, friend. Hello, how you doing, you bastard? Hello, Sean. Just calling in, I heard you talking about breakfast. I'm a big breakfast fan, me. Uh, well, Lovely load of beans, Sean Bean. It's, it's beans. great great to have you calling in again, Sean. We're actually talking about no Brexit, problem. not breakfast. All right. What's, what's that, then? What's, what's this Brexit? Bre- Brexit. Is it like a type of breakfast? Sean, have you been living under a rock for the last three years? No, I'm a busy, busy man. I've got lots of projects. Uh, and that's why I was calling. I was just calling, really, to just let you know what I've been up to. Well, a minute ago you said you were calling about breakfast. So is it regarding breakfast? That was one of the things. It's a new thing called the... It's called, I call it the Quattro Bean. And it's like a savoury, uh, like, Muller Corner, really. And uh, in, in one side, it's got well, there's four obviously. It's beans in in one bit, and you baked got, beans. Yeah, baked beans, and then there's bitter in the other. You know, like John Smiths, lovely John Smiths in one, and then you got another corner. It's got chips in it, defrosted. Unfortunately, I can't work out the technology. So, you know, it's it, it's it's tricky because you don't need to heat up the chips without. Heating up also the, you know, the bitter and the... Oh, Sean. And the beans. Well, you want the beans, well, I'm not here, but then the gravy in the other one anyway. Sean, it sounded almost Italian when he said quattro bean. (laughs) I thought it was going to be a a nice savoury dish, but you've just described baked beans in a Muller yoghurt case. It does not sound appealing. I read quattro on a uh, pizza menu and I I just, I thought, yeah, that's perfect, quattro bean. Um... But, uh, yeah, I didn't think it was Italian. Is that Italian? Yes, Sean, that's Italian. All right. Well, anyway, that was my first, my first thing. The second thing, you'll be pleased to hear, hear this, Andy. Uh, we've got a new film out. You know, you know my Jim Bean, which is a... Uh, sorry, a Jim, not Jim Bean. Uh, the uh, Jim Bond, you know. Yes, you told us all about it yeah. on the last... It's like James Bond, but he's a northerner. Yeah. Well... This one is called Bean 2, Judgment Day, and it's the sequel. Are you shooting it on your own again? I've, yeah, filmed most of it on my, my phone already, uh, and it's it's got more action in this one. It's fucking not in left, right and centre. Excellent. It's, Did you find a distribution deal for your first feature film? Well, yeah, they did. They're selling it in the computer exchange. I just keep handing the DVDs in, and people keep picking them up, so it's... Well, I presume they do, you know. Every time I go in, there's not one left. So you, when you say they're selling it in computer exchange, yep. they, do you mean the franchise is selling it across the country, or do you mean I they're selling it... I just them in, and I just send them in, and I go back later... And you mean one... So, sorry to push on this point, but one specific store where you're handing them in is selling yeah, them. Yeah, Sheffield. Sheffield... Computer, computer exchange, exchange yep. just hand them in and I've done the cover I, the problem is I have to don't have a printer at home so what I do is I just I draw it in felt tip pen okay we just got to be careful on the show because of 
commercial inaccuracy. So Computer Exchange is not selling your first film. It You're is. just putting the Sheffield Computer Exchange. I keep handing the DVDs in. Yeah, I don't know. I also do charity shop as well. I drop them in there as well. I just go around Sheffield handing them out and say, do you want to sell that? Like, and, uh, you know, I might hand them a, a you know, five or say, you know, get rid of them, sell that. Uh, so you're you're literally Deposit. paying the shop to sell your DVDs? I suppose you could, you could say that, but I mean, they're flying off the shelves because I never fucking see them on the shelves. They, but how much are customers paying for the DVDs? I don't know. We got asked ask them, I suppose. Ask the retailers if you want to buy it. Just, I suppose, go down and have a word with them. Computer exchange. Right, Sean. Have you had any drinks today? <laughs> well, you know me. You know me. I've Unfortunately, already... serving Emlyn uh, Digital is familiar with you by this point. I've had uh, a few cans. Um, precisely how many? I can't remember. But um... it is ten forty-five a.m. Yeah, it's just a breakfast drink, isn't it, John Smith? With your Quattro Bean. Well, yeah, that's just... No, it's, no, it's not... You can't buy them yet, but they soon will be. Unfortunately, pies of, uh, you know, the uh, little Sunderland, uh, apparently, have taken off the market, which is... Oh, very sad to hear that, Sean. I think we did, unfortunately, see that coming, though, didn't we? Well, I don't know about that. They're, they're very tasty pies. Lovely pies. Full of beans, but they didn't want them. So I've got I've got loads at home, and that's going to last me uh, for you know for f- probably a few years, I think. Okay, well, Sean, we've we've heard disturbing reports recently about you appearing on the set of Game of Thrones in full Eddard Stark gear, right? Yeah, in full costume. Claiming to be shooting a prequel whilst they're live, there's been a little bit of uh, negative reports about you from the production Neg- team. I don't uh, know why they'd uh, be negative. Well, they, they say you've been turning up drunk on set in Eddard Scar costume. They should be fucking happy about that, you know. But, but, but Sean, your character was beheaded at the end of season one. How are they going to shoot more with you? They've got fucking dragons in this show, you know, how I fucking turn up. There's magic in it, you know. There's fucking, there's magic. Yeah, but I don't think you're written into the book as one of the White Walkers. What the fucking book? It's a TV series. It's based on a book, Sean. I wouldn't know. You wouldn't wouldn't know that the entire series is based on George R.R. R. Martin's novels. It's just fucking... Put me in again. You yeah, know I, I think we should stop you about Game of Thrones there, Sean, because oh, well. the production team are not going to be happy with right, you. How's, how's this one there? I've got another project on the go, uh, and it's called it's called You Just Got Beamed. Do you want to hear about that? Um, very briefly, Sean, we oh, are like coming it. up to the commercial break. Okay, you got you just you just got beamed. Is you know fucking? Have you seen Punked? I've seen a video on you Twitter naked if, shouting winter is coming and I don't want to describe what happened right. next. This is very disturbing, Sean. You really about. can you please promise me you're gonna stop drinking as much as you do? Well, you know, just just hear me out on my project, yeah. Okay, so you just got beamed. Rachel, it's why like, did you it's like, 
It's like you know, punked. It, well, it's like a it's like a prank show. Like it's kind of like Noel Edmonds, you know, but it's with me. And I fucking fucking just go around Sheffield and I'm filming people, and I'm just like, you just got beamed, and I'm doing pranks on him, and they're just like, who the fuck are you? And I just like, Sean Bean, you just got beamed. Another project. Oh, Sheffield sexiest slapper seven DVDs out Monday. It's that and I narrate it. What do you narrate? This is like you know, it's it's uh, slappers and they're shagging a bit. You know, I don't. I'm not doing it. It's just the the voice and narrating it. It's a little bit of a climb down of Game of Thrones, don't you think, Sean? It pays the bills. It I got three hundred quid for that one. Thank you. Know, you. Do you know how many quattro beans you could buy with that? I'm sure lots. All right, gotta go now. Anyway. Well, thanks so much for calling in, Sean. Take it easy on the now. on the beers. Yeah, we'll do. Just cracked open another. Oh. So I'll, I'll be seeing. Well, I'll be calling in. Maybe I'll turn up at the studio. Don't know. Please, please don't. Thank you, Sean. Okay, we got the next caller on the line. Hello, you're speaking to All Mr. Right, it's me again. I'm oh. just calling back because I just realised I said something really wrong. Oh, Rachel, why did I you said, let him back I on? I said fucking, instead of judgment, judgment bean is what it is, my film. Bean to judgment bean. And I said judgment day because that's already a film. So I got that wrong. Also, right, I just thought, you know, I just I've got all these fucking bean pies in the house. Got loads of them, just like stacked up on things. Why don't we fucking do a competition, and you could give them away? Okay, Sean. You well, know, we'll take that into consideration. All and right. Well, maybe producer Rachel can take that on board since she's so keen on letting you call back in. All right, yep. She can. Why don't you go and have a chat with her now? Actually, okay. on the phone, yeah, she can talk good. to you for the rest of the morning since that's apparently what she likes doing. All right. Yep. down and have a lovely bit of beef at Stan Butts, Birmingham, Bristol. We've got lovely beef, bacon, Stand lovely by. bit of tripe, and for Mrs. we've got her favourite liver. Yeah, we got it all here at Stan Butts, Birmingham, Bristol. From Birmingham to Brislington, it's Stand agreed. We all love a bit of beef. Why not Stand pop by. down for a chat at Stan Butts, Birmingham, Bristol on East Street, down a bit from Cashcovers. Stan Butts. Next on the line, we've got Dougal McTavish from Livingston. How are you doing, Dougal? Oh. Hi, Andy. How, how are you doing? Well, I've been better. Brexit yeah. might not happen at us, right? Well, you know, I, I'm just on. I'm just calling up because I think that you know we should we should be heading towards independence. You know, I think I think uh, I think we need to leave as soon as possible. <laughs> you won't hear any argument from me, Dougal. You're absolutely right. 
But how do we get our politicians to see this? Well, they, they just need to listen to us. I mean, if you look at the numbers, it was a very close call, but I think the numbers are shifting now, shifting in, in our favour. We need to, to take take control of that and, and just get it, get it sorted, man, because I'm, I'm fucking fed up. I, I would sure. say, I would say we already had the numbers in the vote and they need to respect democratic will of the people. I, I, I totally agree with you there, Andy. I think we should definitely uh, respect the, the, the opinion of the people. And I think that, uh, I think the numbers may, be, may have been close, but I think now there's going to be a massive divide. And I think that's, that's what we should be listening to, the people. Absolutely. So if... If the country was run by you, do what would you implement tomorrow if you had absolute power? Well, I mean, I would. Uh, I'd have to say I'd, I'd bring up the old borders and I would reignite the old uh, the old alliances. The old alliances. What? Which ones are you referring to there? Yeah, you know, this the Scots and the French, and and by, through the French, the the rest of Europe. You know, the the what? Her. Oh yeah, I mean, I'm, I think Scottish independence is really important. And I Scottish think- independence, Dougal, we're talking about Brexit. Aye, and that's what I'm talking about. I think we should Scotland should leave Britain if you guys are going to leave Europe. Rachel, where did you get this guy from? Cut him off. Okay, well next up, I'm going to get. A new opinion on the line. I'm going to ring my good friend Grant Shapps' house up, see if we can get some more answers to these problems that our country is facing. We'll just dial that in now, and we're ringing. Hello, Grant Shapps speaking. Hello, Grant. It's your good buddy, Andy. Andy Chernwell here. You're live on Emblem Digital. Uh, Sorry, can you repeat that? I, I... it's your friend, Andy Chernwell. You're live on the radio, Grant. Uh, uh, oh. Oh, uh, Andy. It's not very nice to speak to you. You say I'm live on the radio. That's right, live on Emblem Digital. Just calling up to get your opinions on Brexit, if that's all right. Uh, well, I don't like to... Um, I, I don't really like to comment just off the cuff in such a way. Um... Obviously, I'm a big supporter of Theresa May's Brexit. Oh, well, you know, when we were in the King's Head in a great Missenden a couple of weeks ago, you said about oh, oh, yeah. um, giving you a call when we were at the uh, the local meeting I don't, regarding... Don't give me a call. I, I probably wouldn't have said that. Well, you said, oh, look, I was sitting in the audience yeah. of your constituency meeting, and right. you said... Okay. Um, if you have any issues at all, give the uh, office a call. And you know, your home is often your office, isn't it? So, took yes. that to mean your home. Okay, so well, thought I'd give it a call. Next time, don't don't do that. But um, uh, I mean, since you since you've asked, I a very passionate issue Brexit. Don't want to get too too involved in it. Um, as I say, I'm at home. I've got, got things to do. I've got people to see. I'm enjoying a nice glass of beer and enjoying some bingo as well. um, Well, Grant, we've got some very, very frustrated people calling into the show. Barry from Swindon said he would pick up a rifle and shoot dead the Brexit betrayers. Oh, God. We, we, we certainly don't want that in the Conservative Party. Well, he's already killed a cat, a remain cat. 
that is that is horrific. Um, I mean, uh, the the Tories. I'm not sure how that's pulled cat killing, um, but I would hesitate to say that that's not something that Theresa May would. Um, Okay, well, I understand that, Grant, but you've got to understand a lot of our listeners are very upset over Brexit and they see you as taking a little bit of on-the-fence stance on the issue. We want to see a hard Brexit and we want to see hard Brexit now. What would you say to our listeners? I would say there's nothing wrong about sitting down having a nice cup of tea i've got several mugs i like to drink out of um and just you know just just addressing things in a clear and calm manner okay grant well i've got tweets here and we've got various listeners to my show we've got steve for brexit hardman baker has just tweeted grant shaps what a little pussy when's he gonna join the party what do you say to steve baker well i think i think steve baker is a he's a great guy Intimidated by Steve? Um, I must say he's a little bit common for, for my liking. I, you know, I'm more of a home counties crowd kind of a guy. I'm not an edgy guy. I'm more of a sit at home, you know, have a flake, might have a chocolate flake and a cup of tea, and uh, you know, watch one of the the programs that are so popular these days. Um, you know the um, Broadchurch. I like love Broadchurch. Okay, okay, Grant. I think I'm getting the picture. So when the apocalypse comes, and the great Brexit betrayal happens, we can't rely on Mr. Shaps to join the chaps. I mean, I'd re- really rather cut this call. Um, you know, now I, I've got, got things I need to be doing: gardening. Um, I'm very big into gardening as well. Uh, Monty Dom. I, I think that's fine, Grant, as we've learned a little bit more about you over the last five minutes, and I'm not sure you're someone to be relied on with the great well, Brexit betrayal. Okay. So I think I'm quite happy to cut this phone call short. Thank you. Uh, OK, Good, goodbye. Apologies for the poor audio quality of Grant Shapps there. Perhaps he was in his wine cellar. Okay, next on the line we've got from Aberdeen, Fraser McAverty. Hello, Fraser. All right, Andy. Uh, it's actually McAverty. I'll appreciate if you get my name right, you know. Oh, okay, okay. McAverty. McAverty, yeah. McAverty. no A, it's just um, small C. I mean, is that difficult? McCavity. Yes, that'll do me. Okay, do okay. Sir, well, now right? we've established that. What's your views on Brexit, Fraser? Well, I think we need to have the people's vote. <laughs> I think we should take a re-vote because I, I think everyone's changed since then. I think we, you know, a lot of the people that voted leave have died. Let's let's get that there, eh? And, uh, and I think a lot of the, the 16-year-olds that have, that have now had to grow up with that are now seeing what a shitstorm... Uh, sorry, pardon my language, can I say shit, actually? Uh, 
what a shitstorm it's become, and and they want change. They they don't want any of that. They want they want it to. They want remain as well. So you would take a sledgehammer to democracy and reverse the will of the British people. Well, it's it's not really democracy if you're not really doing the will of the people, is it? We already had a vote. There's no need for a second vote. We we had one vote. We had one vote to say whether we should execute Article Fifty, but we didn't know what we were actually voting for. You know, Fraser, there's people like Barry in Swindon who would take a rifle to your house and shoot you as a Brexit betrayer. What would you say to Barry? What? Barry? He needs to get himself on Tinder or Grinder or something. Because that's what, you know, he just needs to find a lady rather than killing cats. What's wrong with him? Killing cats? And do you know what? It's called a dado rail, you fucking numpty. It's a dildo rail. I know you probably like the dildos, but it's a dado rail, alright? I've got a dildo rail in the middle of my living room. Well, I mean, whatever And it you... protrudes beautifully from the wall. Whatever you do in your spare time is none of our business. And anyway, Andy, you said the EU had banned dildo rails, as you call them. Why have you got one? They're illegal? Are you a criminal? The minute we voted to leave the EU, I got a dildo rail and put it straight up in my lounge. Straight up your arse? As an act of defiance against the European Union regulations, I am proud of my dildo rails. Well... Keep that to yourself, son. You don't want your listeners judging you too much, you know? We've just had a tweet. Steve the Brexit Hardman Baker saying, I'd take Fraser outside and give him a fisting. You know what, Fraser? You and your kind would have us... My kind? You would have us... What do you mean by my kind? You would have us in the European Union trapped in a ring of regulation, unable to trade with great countries like the Faroe Islands, the Philippines, New Zealand. We can go to New Zealand and get lamb. Well, we do already get lamb from New Zealand, I'll I'll have you know, but being a sheep farmer myself... I've got no idea what... I can hardly understand your voice. Have you ever eaten puffin? No, I've never eaten puffin. What a ridiculous thing to say. Puffin and sheeps. Steve, the Brexit hard man baker, is coming for you. I bet he is, the dirty bastard. You and your elitist friends are going to be first against the Brexit wall when the EU is left in a burning pile of rubbish. Elitist friends. You would Listen keep us to trapped. Listen you, you have posh... You're public school boy all the way. We all went to the same school in the sheep hut when I was a boy. Okay, well, Fraser, how yeah. would you yeah. resolve this Brexit debate? Nicola Sturgeon should be put in charge of the whole country because she can talk down every one of your politicians in a debate and she comes at it with intelligence and integrity. A Scottish woman in charge of the United Kingdom? I eh? Are you mad? Have you had too much haggis today, Fraser? Hey. Have you been swimming... That's racist. Have you been swimming in a sea of imaginary monsters like you all do up there? Have you been deep fried in a kebab house alongside some pizza and Mars bars? Do Do you know what? Bite my shite.
Ugh! Absolutely sickening. If there's any more Scottish people who want to call in and give me that spiel, don't. Rachel, who the hell have you got on next for me? I am seething! Hello, Andy. This is Daniel Churnwell of Radio 2. But I was just going to ring in and chat to you about Brexit. You didn't sound very happy, and I want Andy to be happy, because Andy's my brother. He's my older brother. I've always looked up to him, even though I'm on that slightly higher salary. Radio 2, BBC Radio 2 salary. Are you still sitting on the fence about everything, Dan, in order to climb that slippery ladder you've managed to crawl up? I wouldn't say it... I wouldn't quite put it in that sort of language. I, um... I suppose I am just a little less heated than you about things. You know, um, I was hanging out with um, some celebrities the other day on the show, and I said, you know what? Life is too short. Who cares about Brexit? It's fine. It will sort itself out. We don't need to get all angry about it. You know, just listen to some smooth music, and that's fine, you know? Well, that's absolute bollocks, brother. I know you're hanging out with Fern Cotton and Chris Evans. Chris Evans, great guy. But... They're always asking about you, Andy. You should come round. What are you doing for the Brexit cause that is actually helping people, Dan, on your stupid show? Well, that's... Come on, Andy. Come on. I play the great music, Doobie Brothers. I've just played uh, Michael McDonald. Yamo be there. Uh, just, you know, just playing cool music. I love the British public. We just, just, you know, just chilling with some Doobie Brothers. Just chill out, Andy. It's okay. It's so sad to see you since your divorce. You got very angry. It's fine. Just chill out, okay? Fuck you. I'm going to take my Brexit British flag. I'm going to fly it on my sailing boat that I have harboured at Portsmouth that I go out with Brian and D-Law. We go out on it, we have a few cans, we talk about Brexit, and then we sail back to Portsmouth and have a Toby's Carvery chicken, a hunter's chicken, and we discuss how we can move this country forward. What are you discussing on a daily basis on your show other than, ooh, the badgers are in trouble, green, global warming, vegetarian Sunday roast? Listen, I know you don't like Chris Packham. He's a great friend of mine, okay? I know you're all countryside alliance. That's, That's fine. I've got no problem with that. I like to hang out with a slightly different crowd. I suppose a sort of more successful crowd. I put it to you, Dan, that you're a ponce. Well, there's no need for, there's no need for this, Andy. I, I keep reaching out to you. You keep banging away the olive branches. It's fine, okay? I earn a little bit more than you. I will not BBC salary. It's fine. I, I'm reaching out to you. Take the olive branch, please. I hate you. Since we were young, you were always that little slug at the big meetings and the big events where you could cosy up to the executives at the television channels. You were there going, oh, I don't care, whereas I had that that swagger which maybe didn't go down so well in some corners. You are a one-show 
peak radio hour on Radio 2, little sit-on-the-fence. You are pathetic, and I hope that you... Hello? Hello, assistant? Hello? Uh, hello? Who's this? Sorry, this is Daniel's assistant. He's had his meditation appointment. He's had to go. I'm sorry. Thank you. OK, bye. Well, that was my brother, Dan. As you can tell, listeners, he always makes a complete idiot of himself. We'll follow that discussion at the Churnwell Easter luncheon. Get the Fabrique look with Fabrique Chic, specially engineered by Monique. And go on fluke for a crazy new style that's two parts sleek and four-fifths unique. And what's Fabrique? Fabrique is fabulous plus reek. A look that sparkles and shines for a wild, freaky look that erodes shabbiness and gives you an irrepressible flash finish mystique. So don't get bogged down. Be a freak with Fabrique Chic, specially engineered by Monique. And hit the London streets on fleek. Fabrique Chic, only available at Motique retailers. See in store for details. Fabrique, get on your face. Right, as if today wasn't going bad enough, we've now got Emblem Digital sponsor Braincase Films. We've got CEO Rob on the line. Hi, nice to be here, Andy. I hope you're having a great time. Well, as I just said, I'm having a terrible time. Not made any better by having you on. That's not really very nice. Um, I was just voted third best uh, CEO of all time in a Twitter poll held by the Braincase Twitter account. How many people were in that poll, Rob? Well, there were, were five. The, you were three were, out of five. They were the top CEOs. And how, so many, pe- how many people voted? Richard Branson um, was um, slightly ahead of me. How, how many people voted? Sir Philip Green. You may have heard of him. He's a, one of the best CEOs. Rob, how many people voted in this poll? Um, five people. Five people voted, and you have voted third best. One of them was myself. Um, but I think, you know, it takes humility to vote for yourself in a Twitter poll. And maybe a giant ego as well. I don't know about that. Um, but, you know, it's uh, it's great, you know. Why are you on the show today, Rob? Well, I wanted to talk about the rebranding of the channel. Um, Emblem Digital is a great channel. I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to lie. Why um, would you lie? I don't know. Don't, don't, don't lie. That's one of the things that I don't do. I don't be about the bush. That's one of the things you need to know about me. Um, I don't be about the bush, and I don't lie. Why would I be about the bush? Why, what, you know, why would I do that? Um, I don't lie. Um, I definitely don't be about the bush. You are very off-topic currently, which would suggest you are beating about the bush. I don't beat about the bush. That's one thing you should know about me. As a CEO, that's my first rule. Don't beat about the bush. It's Braincase Rob on the line, in case you've forgotten listeners, who has gone so far off-topic I've got no idea what he's talking about. What did he call in for, Rob? We wanted to rebrand the channel, Emblem Digital. I mean, it's done well. It's served its purpose, but we need to rebrand it. BBC have changed their... They've, they've upped the ante, let's say. And uh, what they've done is they've... Six Music, it's, you know, it's BBC Sounds. How about that? We're going to call the channel um, Emblem Digital on Brain Cow Sounds. Okay? It's, so it's New a... New channel... It's going to be called Emblem Digital on Brain Case Sounds. Is that to sound closer to BBC Sounds? Yeah. 
sort of yeah and uh, it's with a z rather than an s because you know people like that they like a kind of funky urban vibe about it sounds with a z even though it's not a real word sounds is a word yeah it's it's, it's a play on play on a pre-existing word sounds not an s with a z and how is the show going to change with this rebranding is there going to be more money spent on advertising i think more it's kind of a younger audience might be into it you know because there's a z on the end there's of sounds on, yeah you've got it andy well done L- listen andy uh young people they like names like that they advertise for you right okay i saw a guy the other day with a coca-cola t-shirt on i was like are they paying him no he'd actually gone out and bought that t-shirt and now i'm wearing one because, you know, wearing an advert is cool these days. And I think young people are going to start wearing Emblem Digital and Brand Case Sounds, you know? They might well, wear a T-shirt. Well, I certainly hope so. That might increase our listenership. It's around the 10 mark at the moment, so could be improved upon. The current drama surrounding your life, Rob. Yeah. So... You were recently engaged in a trial at the Hague for alleged war crimes in Kazakhstan. So you claim that you gave money to an investor you were told was investing in Bitcoin in Shoreditch. Is that correct? Yeah, I mean, it was a perfectly innocent mistake on my part. You know, I'm a, I'm a great CEO. My, my employees really love me. Um, and I invested this money and then people were saying... Oh my god! You've like started two wars in Kazakhstan, and I was like, "What the fuck is Kazakhstan?" And uh, you know, and apparently there's two wars going on there, and they were like, "You've done that." Kazakhstani warlord Hamza Abdullah Murad was seen holding the heads of his enemies during a YouTube live stream, and he said, "Thank you to Braincase Rob." on the live stream due to the money you'd injected into his terrorising campaign. I don't know, maybe that's like uh, like another brain case, Rob. I don't know how common the name is. Uh, no- okay, Rob, we'll move on from there, as I don't, I don't think know, it's quite yeah. sinking in. We'll have to see how your <laughs> trial pans out. There's, there is more issues, drama, and negative situations surrounding your company as London's apparently cool new dining experience. Fucking Brain- yeah, Skydine. Um, this is kind of... It's kind of Jason's... Uh, J- Jason's the other... Uh, hot honcho here at Braincase. Um, he, it's kind of his um, concept. He's, he's very into dining. He's... Uh, it's, it's, his, it's his baby. Okay, well, um, we need some and, uh, accountability. So maybe you could put Jason on so we can... I will. I'll just say one thing. Other than Heston Blumenthal, I think he's probably the go-to guru on food in London at the moment. So before you you know, you, you bring out the, the courts on this one, just remember that, okay? I'm going to hand over to Jason now. Hi, Andy. How are you doing? Well, I'm good, but you're having a bit of difficulty with your new Tilsbury Docks dining experience, aren't you? Uh, I don't know what you're talking about. So the Brain Case Skydine promises... A success, yeah. ...promises an elite dining experience. Cutting edge. 
Well, cutting could certainly be an adjective appropriate to this, as the the company Sanderson's Communications, mm-hmm. who were lifted into the sky. Yeah, yeah. Well, and so they for, had a for, great dining experience. Well, for, for, let me explain to the listeners first. What's your problem? Your experience. It is a. Uh, Balloon-like flotation device that lifts up a dining table into the sky. Is that correct? I think you'll find it's a it's a construction construction crane that lifts up the dining table, and uh, everyone has a great time. I don't know what the problem is. So, last week the crane failed. It wasn't part of a crane-safe scheme, as has been accounted by the courts. And an entire company, Sanderson's Communications, have gone missing. All that we've seen so far is a leg in the Thames belonging to CEO Mark Diffie. Well, that's that's just circumstantial. So, So circumstantial was in Sanderson's Communications, booked in, and was seen taking themselves into the sky on your dining experience and it's circumstantial I mean, they never came back down they had a great time and they you know they they did what they had to do afterwards so I, i'm i'm not here to judge so what would you say to mark difford's wife now that his leg has been found in the thames i would say she should have been a better wife well the problem is jason there's unaccounted intestines below the crane that you hire as your dining experience. There's a lung next to the foot of the crane. There's some long and short intestines running along the footbridge adjacent to the crane. Well, what what can I say is that some people might not like our our food offerings, so they just throw it over the side. Well, there was some of your food found, but it was within organs that have fallen from the sky. Well, that's still to be proven. We... We stuff organs with with our food, and if people don't like it, they sometimes just throw it over the side. I mean, some people just don't know good food when they see you it. You feed your diners organs full of meals. I listen, 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 listen. I'm listening. I'm listening. Listen. We we give people a unique experience, and we also give them good food, and that's the important thing. Is like even if. Even if they were eating that food underground, they'd love it. So your crane operator, Jack Carmel, has fled. Reportedly, he's in Spain somewhere. He's the only possible eyewitness. What can I say? Why would that be, Jason? It's the end of the Why Jack- would the only man who would have seen him fall from the sky to their let, deaths... If you just let me speak. If you just let me speak. It's the end of the tax year. Some people have got to spend some money before the tax man takes it. You know what I'm saying. So he may be on a business trip to Spain or somewhere, but that's you know he's a freelancer. That's that's his thing. That's that's nothing to do with us. Okay. Well, thanks very much for that, Jason. I'm sure the police will find out what has happened eventually. And he just wanted to interject there. Uh, you seem to be irate, but. You know, as we've just established, people made it back to the ground. Um, what they do on the ground is their own choice, and they, we cannot be held responsible for their own actions. Anyway, really want you to play my new single, um, which, as you know, as as this, as Braincase sponsor the, the your show, I thought maybe you could just do that for me. It's a it's a biggie, I know, but just going to call that favourite. 
Okay, and Rob, well, what's the single called? I'll introduce it for you. It's Success Machine, and it's an autobiographical song. Um, I really hope you guys enjoy it. You can come down, watch me at the Funty Lounge in Shoreditch. Um, you know, it's it's going to be great. Okay, listeners, well, thanks so much for tuning in to Emblem Digital today. If you can stomach it, Braincase Rob has his new single, Success Machine, on now. Thank you.